This is Emily Wilkins with the Evaluation of the New Age Book Club. Uh, this app, we're going to be going over the first, uh, the first scroll, which is the Earth Scroll of uh, the Book of Five Rings, which was written by Mayamato Musashi, who was uh, Japan's greatest samurai. Um, the book I have is The Five Rings and Other Works. So when I uh, reference a page, I'm refer- referencing based on my book that I have, which is um, published by Tuttle and is translated by Alexander Bennett. I don't know if all of it is um, all of it is translated by him or not. However, I got this at Books a Million. Uh, for those that don't know, Books a Million is still around. Go there. Support print copies. Support that. Um, it's kind of nice because I actually see a lot of younger people, older people. Just like the demographic when I go into that bookstore is such a huge range. I love to see it. I forgot that there are that many active magazines still being printed. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of magazines on their shelves. It's just really nice to see it. I know you can see it at Barnes and Noble too, but um, it's just anyway. So we're gonna we're gonna jump right in. We're gonna go to page eighty. Now I just want to say when I'm referencing the way, I'm referencing the way of combat, um, which is just saying like, hey, a master of strategy, and you know, being flexible, understanding different walks of life, uh, which is how he references arts. So, as I always say, the best way to probably whittle down some confusion is go buy the book. Um, Support print, support the old school ways, go get the book. Get the, you know, or or get the the e-book if you don't want to support the old school ways. But go get the book. Um, get it at your Books A Million, your Barnes & Nobles, your local bookstore. Because there still are those. And, yeah, let's keep print alive. That's that's me on my soapbox. Let me get down now. Alright, so on page 80. For those who care to learn my principles of combat strategy, follow these rules in observing the way. Number one, think never to veer from the way. Number two, train unremittingly in the way. Number three, acquaint yourself with all arts. Number four, know the ways of all vocations. Number five, discern the truth in all things. Discern, sorry, discern the truth in all things. Number six, see the intrinsic worth in all things. Number seven, perceive and know what cannot be seen with the eyes. Number eight, Pay attention even to trifles. Number nine, do not engage in superfluous activities. Okay, so number nine, uh, I think that I'm not saying everything should be, should have a purpose, but kind of, right? Um, Even when you are celebrating I think that's good to keep your morale going. However, too much celebration has now become super fruitless. Like, it, it's it's become super fruitless. Um, it's too much. It, you know, it doesn't hold a purpose. But I think, I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to go through my opinion on all these. I'm just saying personally. I think 
that is a very subjective. Number nine is very, very, uh, it's hard to be objective. You're going to be biased because it depends on what you think. Now, we all know drinking isn't going to get you a bodybuilder bod. So you have to make decisions and choices at what your end goal is. I also want to say this book and this particular scroll was written in 19 or 6 not 19 1645. So like most books written before 2000 like the 20th century I should say not 2000 but the 20th century. I don't think it's this book is obviously not going to apply to you in the literal sense because none of us are samurais, none of us are going into combat. However, life is challenging and it's great to see and get some advice from somebody that <laughs> I mean he lived 400 years ago and how some things are just timeless. The way is timeless. Even though we're not going to be carrying around two swords and cutting down people defending our household in that way, hey, I think we can learn a lot from uh, Miyamoto. So, I would say number eight of all of these is my personal favorite. And this is why. Pay attention even to the trifles. We're in a world that we're so tapped in to everything, we don't pay attention to anything. And that's a very general statement. I know there are some people that are paying attention. There are a lot of people that aren't. And there's so much information being fed in that you almost have to learn how to cut yourself off from any type of social media. To include, and I don't know if social media would include podcasts. I don't want you to tell you no, don't listen to the podcast. But truthfully, there's so much information that's being like, oh my God, what are the Dutch doing? Oh my God, what is the United States doing? Oh my God, oil prices, food prices, shortages, that. And it just like one after another, another, another. It just goes and goes and goes and goes. You got to be careful. You got to be careful to pay attention, but have that dichotomy of downtime to let your brain um, turn off from everything. So, I say pay attention to your surroundings when you're out and you're about. If you have kids, pay attention to what's going on. Um, you know, I wouldn't say be hyper vigilant by any means, but definitely pay attention. And your mistakes, our mistakes, our personal mistakes, or just big mistakes. Take note of those, those trifles, as, as he stated. Pay attention, take note, adapt, overcome, learn. Um, number seven, perceive and know what cannot be seen with the eyes. Now this one is, I wouldn't say weird to me, that's not the word. But I definitely think um, it's more of a, tr to me this is, has to do about trust. Now maybe I could be wrong, but I feel like understand that there are so many things that are like a it's a sixth sense kind of interpretation right um sometimes when i'm in certain situations i can't explain why i feel uh, a f like a fight or flight type response i just know i need to get the i need to get out i need to get out of the situation 
And so now I'm doing everything I can. I have, like, I'm running through a scenario of, okay, like, um, this sounds terrible, but, I, you know, I have a second job and I clean. And one time, it got down to, like, there was only two people on the floor and me cleaning. And I'm not, I'm not accusing anyone of anything because they never did anything to me. But it made me feel vulnerable. I just, I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like that feeling of it just being me and this one other person. I didn't like that scenario. So I was like, okay, I need to hurry up and get out of this. I need to get out of this building and get out of this floor. I need to hurry up, take out the trash, and let's go. However, in case something does happen, how do I get out of here quickly? And how do I raise the alarm that I'm, you know, I'm being hurt, right? So I was like, all right, all right. So, you know, I saw like an exit. And if I open that door, an alarm would go off. And like this, these are the things, sometimes you got to follow your gut. I've never felt that feeling since, but I always keep that in mind. Not everybody is going to give you the truth. Like they're hiding things. And what you see with your eyes is not always who they are. Now, I don't know if that's what he meant by that, but... Uh, a friend is not necessarily a friend. An enemy is not necessarily an enemy. That's kind of how I've taken it. And so just follow your gut sometimes. Your intuition is it's built in for a reason, I think, into the human psyche. Um, I'm going to skip number six. Number five. Discern the truth in all things. In today's world... In any world, it's hard. It's hard to know what the truth actually is. Uh, great example. Um, right now, the Dutch people are rioting because of some um, some laws that are being passed that are affecting affecting them. Uh, they're farmers, and some of these laws that are being passed are directly impacting their work and their livelihood and their families. So, um, they're like, yo, the Dutch police, the, you know, the Dutch military is shooting us. And then the Dutch police were like, no, we're not. They're just rubber bullets. However, then someone posted, oh yeah, rubber bullets, you know, pictures of, uh, shell casings and then holes in, um, in brick walls. Rubber bullets do not put holes in brick walls. However... Who knows the validity of either side of that, right? So in today's world, what is the truth? Question of the day, what is the truth? Who's telling the truth? Who's telling a lie? I don't know. I don't know if liberal or conservative media knows what that is. I think it's like, who can we get into the office? And around the world, it's like, well, how can we control our people? So I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip number four. I'm going to skip number three. But I like number two. And it's something that I need to get better at. You got to train in the way. And if you want to be a hard motherfucker, <laughs> truthfully, if you want to be able to experience anything, make no complaints, and just keep pushing you got to be prepared. I worked a 10-hour shift yesterday, which I have not done in years. I haven't done, I haven't worked a shift like that. 
if I had been lifting weights on a regular basis, what I did yesterday probably wouldn't hurt as bad. Now, I did injure my, as I said, I did injure myself about two and a half, three years ago, and I never got physical therapy until like about six months ago. So I'm not completely, but if, you know, if mofos can lose their legs and shake back, I can too. You got to push through the pain. I got to push through the nonsense. I got to keep going. So you got to train and make no excuses. Make, you know, today I need to go run. I tried running, by the way, my nine mile was great. Um, I tried to run 11. It wasn't so great, but I'll give you that update on, uh, (laughs) on the update, the evaluation, the update. So stay tuned for that. But anyway, and the last one, I like number one, is think never to veer from the way. Uh, They say it takes 21 days of consistently doing something for it to become a habit. And then I've heard some other things, but I think 21 days is, is, is true. I think if you can break yourself of any habit, just just keep pushing and follow the way. I think the way in, in obviously we're not going to, I don't expect you to know combat strategy, but I think a good thing, and it's something that I, I might even do is write down what would your way be? Um, I have, I've always said this. I have three pillars in my life. I come from a very, very strong, uh, matriarch. I have my Nana, I have my Aunt Patty, and I have my mom. And growing up, these three women have always been my pillars. Uh, My Nana, uh, she, to me, exudes not just wisdom, but tenacity. You know, my grandma was married very young. um, And after she divorced my grandpa in her mid-30s, decided that she was going to go back to high school and get her high school diploma. She didn't want her GED. She wanted her high school diploma. And as an adult... As you know, as a woman that had four children and a career, for her to go back and do that, um, you know, another story that always like just of her tenacity, of her relentless, un, you know, just unforgiving determination of her way and the way that she felt the world. My grandma wanted to make more money, and she was uh, she worked at Heinz, and she was part of the union. Uh, cause it's a big thing in factories, and uh, not in Pittsburgh or wherever uh, ketchup is made. In our hometown, they they make the pickles, and one of the jobs is to go and fill up these tanks with of cucumbers with vinegar. So you have these huge, basically firemen hoses that you have to carry, dump into the you know, pull them up, put them into these vats, and you can see them out there uh, to this day. Heinz is still right there along. I think it's Macatawa, the Macatawa River Lake. I don't know, but it's right there in Holland, Michigan, just in case you were wondering geographically. And they told her no, she couldn't have that job. She bid for the job because uh, that's the process in the union. They said, no, you can't have it. No women, no women have ever done this job. And my grandma said, kiss my patas. You're going to give me that job. And she put in an appeal, put in an appeal. Finally, they gave it to her. And of course, her supervisor was a complete douchebag. Because he believed women couldn't do it. So guess what? My grandma did it. She got her extra money. I don't know if it was, you know, how many more dollars more. I'd have to ask her to make sure. But, you know, that's incredible. That's tenacity. It's fine. And the time, they wouldn't even let her freaking do a crappy job. You know, because a woman can't do it. You know, wow. 
the gall on these people. Anyway, so my, my grandma's, you know, just unrelenting, tenacity, just continuous. Let's go, let's go, let's push. There's no such thing as back down. There's always a way. There's a will, there's a way. And there's my Aunt Hattie. That woman is a hard, hard worker. I'm talking getting up at 3.30 in the morning, working 12-hour shifts. You know, for a long time, she worked third. Um, just worked at the same place uh, for over 30 years. Just just absolute loyalty to and dedication to, to hard work. And um, wow. And then you have my mom. That woman is a sponge. Um, not to say that my mom isn't a hard worker, not to say my mom hasn't ad, uh, overcome adversity because she's all those things. But when I think of my mother, I just think about just knowledge is not just power. It's the ability to outthink yourself. And what I mean by this is thinking three steps ahead of your own self sometimes. And my mom is just, she just is She's that woman that has a strategy, has tact. Uh, you know, she plans for the unexpected. And that's why my, you know, one of my, my saying, because everyone's like, life is short and life is, life is really not that short, dog. It's really not. A lot of us will live to be 90, at least 85. That's a long, long time to be on this planet. I really don't care what anyone says. That's a long time. That's a that's almost a freaking century. Okay? What life is, is life is unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen. So that's why life feels, quote, short, unquote. We're going we're gonna to do little quotations because you can't see what I'm doing. Because I talk with my hands. But my point is, is... Write down what your pillars are. Write down who your pillars are. Write down your why. And I think that those nine um, ways it, from the Earth Scroll, I say scroll weird. It's kind of like me saying wolves. It is what it is. We're just going to say the, the, the Earth chapter. <laughs> um, I think these principles of combat strategy will apply, will be more applicable to you. Because... Life, life is only, you know, what you stand for, your morals, your ethics, you know, what motivates you and, um, whatever that is, you know, and no judgments. Some people it's money for me. It's been these amazing women and all of them value different things, but that's part of the dichotomy of who I am. That's part of what the makeup of who I am and where I come from. So anyway, this is Emily Wilkins with the evaluation, the new age book club. And I just want to let you know as always, word from the sponsors, just kidding, there are none, but if there were, I like to think that my homie Dom and his good friends that record So What You're Saying, they'd throw me some money. Uh, <laughs> they would. Um, anyway, go check them out. They're from Louisiana. Very funny. Great podcast. Um, I have a great friend, uh, Christiana. She is... I don't know if she's the, I don't know what she would call it, but she has a nonprofit called Operation Honor Our Heroes. We go out and we put flags, custom, um, she makes a custom, it's laminated, um, and she puts them at the graves of uh, soldiers, sailors, airmen, 
there's I don't think there's any space force that have passed. Um, and she goes, and we, we go out to uh, Arlington, and we put these out, um, and she can also send them to you. So go follow her on Instagram, Operation Honor Our Heroes. I don't know if I have a very big military following, but um, she's just awesome in general. She's awesome. Also, if you want to get involved in your community, and you're thinking, hey, what can I do? Anything. Do anything. Uh, donate to the food bank. It's summertime. A lot of kids are at home. And their parents usually have free lunch. You know, donate some uh, donate some boxes of mac and cheese. Donate some hamburger helper. Some cans of peaches. You know, just go do that. It doesn't cost that much. But it, it's that's a game changer for, for kids during the summer. Um, you know, the Boys and Girls Club. Go, go there. Uh, um, check out sports teams in your local community. See what you can volunteer. If you got kids, I feel like, hey, I understand. Um, there's a lot of great organizations, though. I always say get involved in your community. It's part of, you're part of it. You know, you're part of the community, so get, get involved. Uh, anyway, I'm off my soapbox, but um, catch me on the next ep for the update. And the next episode, we are going to be going over the water chapter. And I think you're going to like it. Um, we get into some psychology of swordsmanship. Which, you know, hey, combat strategy, let's go. Let's all let's all get on the way. <laughs> I feel like the Mandalorian. <laughs> anyway, uh, you guys have a good one. Uh, Assembly Wilkins with Evaluation, the New Age Book Club. Have a good week. Peace.